2: You're listening to a Count Out Podcast.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, the biggest Jordan Oliver fan, the biggest Tony Deppin fan, Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Those are great monikers to describe <laughs> me as I am. I, I love me, my obnoxious ass heel that's really good at what they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, love it.
1: Oh, All man. Right. I'm doing pretty good, though. Oh, I'm excited. We got, we're got we recording this. Uh, this is coming out. Oh, no, this is coming out before the Collective still. Very excited yep. for the Collective uh, coming up soon. We're going to have a, a, a big special episode about that, so stay tuned for that next week or the week oh. after or whenever we decide to post it. It's the busiest uh, but season it's of the year for us it's, and fans. It's coming. We got, we got a, a whole bunch of shows we're reviewing for you. Uh, we're very excited to watch them. So stay tuned wait. for that. But as for this week... I think we have. I think I have some pretty solid matches. I think I I, I I enjoyed my matches this week.
2: I have one match that I thought was good, and then I have one match that blew me out of the, uh, blew my fucking socks off. All
1: right, all right. Can't wait to get into that one. Uh, who started off last week? If we want to get right into it.
2: Uh, let me think. Let's see. I believe I was. I think I was the last one to review before we went into the match we both watched. So by default, that means I went first.
1: All right, so I'll kick us off then. I'm gonna kick us off with a match from GCW. This time, yes, it is Game Changer Wrestling. <laughs> uh, it is the GCW. Uh, we have Schlack taking on Mance Warner. Ooh. Oh yeah, this this one. This...
2: Oh, that's a that's a hardcore match. If I yeah, one.
1: this one is violent. Uh, this one's violent because it starts off with Schlack. Uh beating Mance Warner into the corner, grabbing a staple gun, and stapling Mance's <laughs> tongue to the top turnbuckle. Oh my god. Okay. And then he and then while Mance's tongue is still stable to the turnbuckle, he rips him off. Ooh. And he pulls him to the other turnbuckle, does it again. Oh. And again, while Mance's tongue is still stable, he hits him with a German suplex.
2: Jeez. Oh my god, I probably ripped his fuck Oh my
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> so this match starts off pretty heavy hmm Uh it this this whole beginning of the match is basically Schlack beating the absolute crap out of Mance Warner. Just throwing gotcha. him around, stapling him, you know, all that shit. The classic. Uh yeah, uh, but there, there's a point where Schlack goes outside the ring, gets a bunch of chairs, which all look broken somehow. <laughs> uh, okay. but he gets two two that are two that are good enough to set up, and as he's setting them up, uh Mance gets to his feet. And just hits uh Schlack with like a choke slam. not Ooh. not even like a choke slam. It was like one of those like like the weird like the spine busters that kind of look like choke slams, but you like lift him up by the chest.
2: Oh yeah, like it's like a backbreaker.
1: Yeah, it was that through the chairs. Oh. Okay. Uh so that was fun. Nice. Uh and then Schlack starts to get up. Mance does his like combo, like the, the punching combo. Mm-hmm. Uh and he like winds up for a big last one. But yep. then he goes to poke Schlack in the eyes, and Schlack just no-sells the eye poke, and he just keeps poking oh. him in the eyes, and Schlack just stands there like, yeah, what? It's doing nothing.
2: Oh my
1: god. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Schlack takes down Warner and goes to get the doors. Of course. Doors. Of course. Uh, So he, he sets up the uh the door, like the, the first door he gets, like it's mm-hmm. like on the ring. Yeah. And then it, like, the the second half is, like, he, like, leans it on the ring, and then the second, the the other end he sets up on a chair, so it's, like, kind of, like, angled. Gotcha. Which, but it's, like, laying in between. And they're on, they, like, all, like, on the outside. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I got what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, okay. So, that he gets that set up, Mance gets back to his feet, uh, beats him up a little bit, and then Mance Warner grabs two people who are just, like, watching the match, and he's like, <laughs> "Get get on the ground! And they, like go on all fours and then Mance backs up gets a running start runs across the two people's backs (laughs) and then hits Schlack with a tornado DDT onto the door that doesn't break oh my god so then he gets up on the apron and hits him with another tornado DDT this time breaking the door
2: (laughs) that door is an asshole because it is the door
1: Oh, there's two doors in this match and they uh no there's three doors in this match and twice the door twice the doors didn't break.
2: Oh my god. They were out of no one's shit. That's like some <laughs> New Japan fucking tables. There's like no. No break um, today.
1: And then there's like this weird part where they get back in the ring. And Mance gets, like, these metal plates. I didn't hear what kind of plates they were, but they're, like, these metal plates with, like, kind of, like, spikes in them. Not, like, spikes, but, like, some sharp bits in them. Because Mm -hmm. you can tell there's sharp bits in them because Mance just starts taking these plates and just slapping them into Schlack's chest. Oh, okay. So Schlack just has, like, metal, like, random metal plates sticking out of his chest. Oh, why? (laughs) Uh, it was a lot. Uh, Sounds like it. Yeah, after he does that... Uh, Schlack is down for a bit Uh, Mance goes to get another door he sets it up in the corner Uh, but as he does uh, he turns around into Schlack just absolutely hitting him with one of the biggest spears I've ever seen and just blowing this door up (laughs) Jesus Like he just hits him with a spear that looked like he could have gone through a brick wall oh my god (laughs) All right, shit. It was it was he speared the hell out of him and right through that dory up. It was awesome. Uh, then there's then after that, uh, Schlack gets like one of those. I don't know what the hell it's called because for the life of me, I couldn't find it when I looked up what they were saying on Google. It's like a disc, but it has mm. like nails sticking out of it or like spikes sticking out of it. Okay. And uh, Schlack just puts it on Mance's forehead and just goes bop bop bop. Oh. And just sticks it in Mance's forehead. Jesus. So Mance just has like a big metal disc just sticking out of his forehead for the rest of the match. Oh my god.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: which does come into play. Because after, after he sticks it in his head, mm-hmm. Schlack gets a plastic bag, put it puts it over Mance's head, hits him with a sidewalk slam. Mm hmm. Goes to pin him. Mance kicks out. Then Mance gets up. Uh. And the two start, like, hitting, like, brawling it out where they're both standing. But then Mance starts headbutting Schlack with a metal disc <laughs> in his head. Okay. So it's just like, bam! Damn. And Schlack finally goes down because he can't win a headbutt fight with a guy who's hitting you with a metal plate.
2: It's just not going to happen, man.
1: No. Uh, which, is, which is hilarious because it's just also just digging the thing further into Mance's skull. Oh. Which is wild. Um, but yeah, that was, that was cool. Uh, and then they set up another door in the ring between two chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Schlack is up on the top rope. Mance, like, grab, like, gets up on top of them and hits okay. him with a choke slam off the second rope into the door, which, again, Ooh. doesn't break. The two chairs just kind of, like, slide out from underneath it. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, and since it didn't break uh Schlack no-sells it, and just stands up. <laughs> okay. Alright. To which Mance Warder responds by just grabbing one of the chairs that slid out from under <laughs> the, the door, and just yeeting it at fucking Schlack's Ooh. head.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> just, just like, Fuck. he just yeets it and, and just... And Then he picks it up and just keeps hitting Schlack in the head with the chair over and over and over again. Jesus. Until he, he one last time, throws it in his head. Schlack goes down. Schlack is, like, leading on the... Like, he's, like, leading in the second rope. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like sitting towards Mance Warner. And Mm -hmm. Mance Warner just hits him with a running knee and rocks Schlack. Schlack. Ooh. Uh, And that gets the one, two, three for the win.
2: Nice,
1: yeah, Sounds so like mance a... Warner picks up the victory here,
2: crazy match,
1: yeah, this match was kind of wild. it was uh pretty pretty hardcore. but what else do you expect from schlack mance Warner right? Mhm, uh it was definitely fun. I enjoyed it uh, I don't think i I don't think it's gonna get that mark out range, but it's definitely a high met for sure. This match was good. I really enjoyed watching it uh a lot of the spots went really well, except for you know some of the doors. The doors uh,
2: were against them.
1: Oh, I just want to mention one fun thing after this match. Well, okay. Mance Warner wins and Schlack gets up, and instead of giving him a handshake, Schlack squares up with Warner. They're mm-hmm. like are ready to like fist fight. Schlack yeah. runs up to Warner, grabs the metal thing that's sticking out of his head still, <laughs> and just rips it out and just oh. head, and just headbutts Warner and oh. leaves.
2: Oh my god.
1: It's like, get up, fuck you. And you can tell, Warner just has a bunch of dots in his head that he's bleeding from where all the spikes went into his oh, forehead. Oh my god. Oh, it was wild. Sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> he just ran up to him just goes, rip! <laughs> and just bam! Rip! Bam! My, my spiky metal oh my thing, god, which it was I don't so know Oh my god, so funny. Uh, and then, yeah, Warner continues to celebrate with just blood pouring out of his head. Nice. Yeah, this one gets a high meth for sure. I really like this one. It was it was fun. Uh, these two uh, kind of killed it. So uh, yeah, high meth from me. That's good to hear. Yeah. All right then, let's go into my
2: first match. All right, let's do it. I decided that I wanted to see a Lady Frost match. and okay. I found one. I found Lady Frost versus Tess Valentine at Atomic Championship Wrestling. It is for Ooh. the uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling Women's Championship all right so um i will say though if you do want to watch this video it's on i believe it's on lady frost youtube channel okay but uh just for a quick note the match starts at like the five minute mark of the video so if you think you're getting a 15 minute match like i did it's not gonna happen ah. getting, like a 10 minute match which may be a little <laughs> sad but hey I-, I was hoping for it to be a bit longer yeah it's uh, okay I'll say right off the bat, she that Lady Frost comes in, she's accompanied by her manager and husband, the savage gentleman, Victor Benjamin, who I love this man's look. <laughs> the savage gentleman. He comes out, right, and so he's wearing these really nice, like, uh, it's like khaki pants, right? Silver, look really nice, has really, like, good-looking, like, dress shoes on, and then his upper half is just, like, this steampunk metal, like, gray je- vest, and just a steampunk, like, metal hat, like, top mm-hmm. hat.
1: Very nice. Like, Very I'm fun. Like,
2: I'm like, all right, I like, I respect your Crippen. Man's got yep. the drip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I respect, so, you got to respect the drip. Mm-hmm.
2: I will say one other thing that I thought was kind of just one of those things that the announcer casually mentioned. I was like, this is this is indeed wrestling when they're like, they are announcing Tess Valentine's titles, right? And mm-hmm. one of them was, she is the real mermaid. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what? And I looked, and her gear has like little flippers on her feet. And I was like sitting there. I was like, "She's a mermaid." And I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." I'm like, "Fuck it, she's a mermaid, just like, just like Alley Cat's a cat, just like oh, I forgot, I'm forgetting her name right now. Who's the? Oh, why don't I remember the name of the alien? What the hell is her name, Mikey? Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander is an alien. Yep. I was like, "All correct. right, fuck it. This is wrestling. Let's do this." So we get a bit of headlocks at the start of the match before we go into this. Um, kind of rolling cartwheel off between the two where one wrestler where one of them whips the uh, their opponent drops to the ground their opponent cartwheels or rolls over them and the other opponent does the same thing vice versa to them back and Mm -hmm. forth all good looking all well executed and eventually this comes to an end and the two go back at it again with valentine landing a hip throw on frost and then but then she whips a kick on her which frost transition transitions into a roll-up Valentine actually then gets a leg lock around the waist of Frost and just starts to kind of roll her around the ring. So, like, she has her, like, legs locked around her, uh, facing her back. And she kind of just mm-hmm. starts rolling her around the ring, like a wheelbarrow, kind of.
1: Okay, got it.
2: Frost actually then bailed out by Benjamin, who pulls her out of the ring. And eventually, uh, Valentine goes outside the ring because Benjamin's just kind of, like, getting telling the ref to <laughs> to hold his horses. And like, no, nah, it's fine, just give her a second. And Valentine goes up and's like, get out of the way. And he's like, no. <laughs> it's so fine, she- just
1: <laughs> give her a second
2: only for frost to sucker punch her Yikes. from from behind benjamin she takes control of the match locks in a chin lock and uh, uses this to throw valentine face first into the turnbuckle and then begins choking her out one thing that i actually liked here was a uh, she it's like i always love this and you'll hear this plenty of times in the show when like a heel or like a wrestler takes like a typical like spiel in a match and kind of like put adds a little bit of flavor to it mm-hmm. so like Frost is doing the typical thing of like using the ropes to choke their her opponent out, like shoving her foot into her face and choking her out, right? Mm-hmm. And like one thing that I thought was cool here was um, there's a there's a segment here where she's choking her out on the second rope, right? The ref like does the count, she gets off, she turns around, and she starts talking to the ref. And Benjamin comes out from around the ring, pulls Valentine's arms down so that she's choking her, and then Frost jumps forward onto her shoulders and just kind of poses on top of her. Jeez, just some nice tag team work between the two.
1: Yeah, nice.
2: There was this odd moment after this, which I wasn't sure if it was part of the match at first, but it actually was, where Frost so Frost goes to spear Valentine, right? Valentine throws her face first into the turnbuckle, which stuns her. Legit. Like she's just yep. like kind of looking here, she's holding her head. Frost then throws Valentine onto the apron. Valentine runs at her. And then Valentine kinda like does like the like she like taps the side of her hands like on the ones the I'm one step ahead Big of you brain. motion. And Frost just looks Instead of punching her in the face, which I totally expected her to do or attempt to, Frost just kind of looks like, besides of, like, what? And she then starts to... <laughs> she goes to talk to... Be- she uh, motions to Benjamin for something. She then goes and starts to talking to the referee. It distracts the referee, and Valentine's just kind of sitting on the apron, kind of like going, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then Benjamin tries to take out her legs. He misses as she jumps over him. Okay. Uh, unfortunately for... Uh, Hold on. Unfortunately for him, uh, this fails after he, um, after she jumps over his arm. She, (laughs) I remember this now. So we have this really, this kind of cool, uh, how do I describe this? So, he fails. Frost goes to punch her in the face. She grabs her arm. She turns away towards the crowd. Okay. Flips backwards over into the over the top rope into the ring and then arm drags Frost into and then drop kicks Frost. Okay. It was like a very, it was like an unnecessarily complicated arm drag, but it looked impressive. <laughs>
1: best i can I'm gonna it. make this way harder than it needs to be. <laughs>
2: Pretty much, yeah. Just kind of flexing on Frost and her husband. I like it. However, thanks to an impressive handspring into drop kick by Frost, she actually was able to retake control of the match after this. She Mm -hmm. then locks in a leg lock on the waist of Valentine like she had done to Frost at the beginning of the match. Okay. Valentine is able to get out of it by hitting a backpack stunner-esque move on Frost. And I say "esque" because she didn't grab her head. She's kind of like sat down and Frost kind of got bounced
1: off the canvas. Oh, yikes.
2: Yeah, probably hurt her uh, spine a bit more than her... It sounds worse. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Frost, of course, retreats to the corner after this, and Valentine presses the attack and flips Frost over her shoulders to hit a handspring dropkick of her own. Benjamin is then forced to get on the apron to stop her from potentially winning the match, so he gets the ref's attention and Valentine's attention, which again allows Frost to take control and attack Valentine from behind with a cheap shot. Valentine then gets Frost to the corner and starts punching her in the stomach, only for Valentine to push her off and then hit a rolling facebuster on Frost, which looks which looked pretty good. Like for a face buster, like face busters for me usually always look awkward, but this one looked a lot better. She got good height off of it. (laughs) Valentine continues her offense with several running strikes on Frost in the corner and tops it off with a gut wrench suplex. We then get this neat looking counter by Frost in the corner where she rolls backwards onto Valentine's shoulders and then hits an inverted DDT on her, which then leads into the finish of the match where Frost goes for a double spinning roundhouse kick to Valentine. Valentine ducks and jumps over them. She then hits her own spinning roundhouse kick to Frost, and then finishes his match off with a fireman's carry Michinoku driver for the win.
1: Nice, nice. Sounds like All a wrong. pretty solid matchup.
2: That's actually exactly how I described it. It was a good, solid wrestling match between these two. That, well, like there was one single gripe I had with this match, and that it was that there were a lot of times in the match you could kind of tell that each that they were kind of setting each other up for the next move. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like yeah, the thing that I can't really that I can't. If I see normally this would be a bit more like I'd be have a bit more of an issue with it, but like the thing that got me was it was all all the moves are executed well, like there was no like clear like mess up or like stagger between the moves like when they set them up, the opponent immediately hit the move, and it was executed well. You know what I mean? mm mm-hmm. uh I like the character work from Frost, too. There's nothing bad from Valentine. it was just wasn't as memorable as Frost, who uh, I felt had a bit more going on with her than Valentine did. I also was kind but of I- hoping that Valentine would. I, this is how you can tell I've watched uh, way more indie wrestling than I had in the last couple of years because I was kind of hoping that she would do something kind of like Statlander or Cat where we'd get at least something related to the mermaid thing. But no, it's just more so just a title
0: gotcha. more than anything.
2: And I was gotcha. like, oh, okay, that's fine. Works <laughs> for me. It's not a gimmick. It's just a title name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a title. And I was like, oh, okay, All I right. Keep this match in me.: Okay, solid match between these two.
1: Very cool. Very cool. I like it. All right, let's get into my second match of the night here. All right. Uh, we got a match from Women's Wrestling Revolution. Mm-hmm. We got Tanielle Dashwood, Ooh. formerly known as Emma in WWE, nice. versus Jordan Grace. Oh shit! This match was pretty awesome. Got, it sounds uh, like potential for it. There's some. And it, it starts off with some pretty heavy chain wrestling between the two. They're going back and forth with submission holds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan's trying to lock in a bear hug, but then uh, but then Tenille's able to lock in, like, a guillotine while mm-hmm. she's up there. Uh, she gets—so uh, Jordan, like, runs her into the corner while okay. she's in the guillotine. Uh, but Tenille is able to get out of the corner when she dodges one of Jordan's splashes and hit her own splash and then hit the sliding elbow Ooh. into Jordan Grace, uh, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh then there's a point where she hits like a like a tilt like Grace throws her into the ropes. She does like the tilt world thing which like, goes like all the way around. Mhm. But then she comes down and lands with a Russian leg sweep. Oh shit. Oh okay. uh, so that was cool. There's one point where Dashwood uh uh they they Grace is on the outside. Mhm. Dashwood goes to the apron and goes to like do like a running penalty kick to Jordan. Mhm. Jordan catches her kick and gets her in electric chair position. Ooh, no. And then just drops her face buster right onto the apron. Ooh. <laughs> it's so like an electric chair face buster right onto the apron. Uh which lets Jordan get control. Mm-hmm. Uh she throws her back in the ring, gets her in the bear hug again. But Tennille does the same thing where she gets in the guillotine.
0: Mm-hmm. But then
1: Jordan just like grabs her arm uh-huh. and just like rips her off of her head and just oh. gets and just transitions the bear hug into like a suplex. Oh shit. It's like a okay. vertical suplex, which was sick. Uh After that, uh they're fighting again. Jordan mm-hmm. uh ends up in the corner. Gotcha. But uh Dashwood just grabs Jordan's head and just starts bashing it on the top turnbuckle. Ooh. <laughs> uh which takes Jordan out. Uh which which makes Jordan woozy. Uh Dashwood gets her in like an underhook suplex, which looked beautiful.
2: Mm, alright.
1: Uh then then uh the Grace Irish whips or Dashwood's going off the ropes. Uh Grace just picks her up and hits her with that gigantic spine buster that looks Ooh. like she could have put her right through the ring. Oh nice. Uh and then they go back and forth training pin attempts like that sunset flip pin. Mm-hmm. They just keep rolling back and forth like you're you're getting pinned, no you're getting pinned, no you're getting pinned, no you're getting pinned, no you're getting <laughs> pinned. No, you're getting pinned. <laughs>
2: it's just never ending.
1: Yeah, the, I feel so bad for the ref in that situation because it's always like one, two, one, uh, two, uh, one, two, but they keep like standing up and going back down, so it's just like huh,
2: huh, uh, huh. just running around, just like putting one hand on the mat and be like, oh, we're do- oh no shit, oh shit,
1: yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace goes to hit a Michinoku driver, but then uh, Dashwood's able to get an arm around uh, Grace's head and hit her with a DDT, Ooh, like a reverse like a reverse DDT and pull her down. Nice, uh, which was pretty sick. Uh, then there is a point where Tenille was going up on the top rope.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Grace just, like, she was going to, like, do some sort of move off the top rope, but then Grace just stands up and gets underneath her and just hits oh. her with a powerbomb. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just drilling her. Um, and then after that powerbomb, Grace kind of backs up, or not, not Grace, Dashwood kind of backs up into the corner. She's, like, leaning in the corner, like, back-facing the ring, and, like, the rest of her is, like, toward, like, the, the, the ring post. Yeah, okay. And she's, like, leaning on, like, the second turbuckle. Uh, and Jordan Grace just runs in, hits a double knee.
2: Ooh. Takes
1: her down, which takes her down to the ground, and then she hits a sliding elbow. And then whilst, while uh, Dashwood is down, Grace goes for the Vader Bomb to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dashwood rolls out of the way of the Vader Bomb, Okay. Grace gets Grace gets stunned after she misses, gets up on her knees, uh and gets met with the spotlight kick.
0: Uh, Ooh!
1: and Dashwood gets the 1 2 3. Nice. Uh Antonio That's Dashwood wins awesome. this one. Yeah, this match was pretty sweet. These two uh these two did a sick job. I really like this one. I I I I had high hopes for this match and it met expectations. Nice. Uh I don't, I don't think it was a markout, though. I will say that, like it was good, oh. it was, it was solid. I'm on the fence about this one. I really am.
2: Oh, uh, that's always the not know what? the worst feeling, but like the, it's like when you don't know. It's like, uh,
1: I'm kind of do- yeah. like... Yeah, mm- I think I'm gonna give it the high mat. I'm gonna stick so to listen that to side your heart on this defense. one. I'm gonna stick to the more conservative, conservative side of the fence. I'm gonna give it a high mat. The match was good. I very much, I found myself getting, uh. A little more into it than I thought I was gonna, you know, with mm-hmm. some of the the some of the spots. I liked it, so I'm gonna give this one a high mat. Uh, I'm probably gonna give you this one to check out for next week, so I guess we can we can revisit it Uh mm-hmm. and keep it keep it on that dead end Fair of the spectrum. But it was very good, and I did enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with a high mat because the match was a pretty solid wrestling match, uh, and nice. these two put on a solid show. So I'm, I was very excited about this one. It's always better than a mat meh- than a uh, miss out. Mm-hmm. I, anything's better than a miss out. God. Um. So yeah, what's your second match this week? Apparently you're very excited about this one.
2: Oh man. So for any, for those of you that have been watching for a while, you've been knowing for the last like couple of weeks, I've literally just wanted to find a fast paced, like fucking spot fest match. And I've unsuccess- been unsuccessful in this endeavor. I have found matches that were not spot fest at all. I have found <laughs> matches that have gone somewhat there and not all the way. And then I finally fucking found one.
1: All right. I
2: wanted to find a match with Trey Lamar because I had heard great things about Trey Lamar and I found one versus him versus Myron Reed at Unsanctioned Pro.
1: Ooh, this one sounds fun.
2: It is a great fucking match. This match, to start off as a premise, is a match in the Unsanctioned Pro Heavyweight Title Tournament mm-hmm. and is actually not the first match that these two have had against each other in this promotion. Myron actually had won the match before this. Okay. So Lamar was out to prove that he was not going to get bested by Reed one more time, and Reed was there to make sure that he knew what was up. hmm This match, the beginning of this match, is dripping in disrespect. They get in each other's faces. They're flipping each other off. I think Lamar starts this match off by wiping his ass with one of Reed's t-shirts. Like, there okay. is complete, total disrespect, and I loved every moment of it. They get into, like, this collar and elbow tie-up, which they get into the corner. And when Reed gets out of it, I've never seen someone so violently break up a collar and elbow tie-up. Like, he straight pushes himself out of it, walks over to Lamar, and then shoves him into the corner. And then the two then take turns arm-dragging each other and then taunting the other one. Like, I'm pretty sure Lamar gets it first. He poses a bit. Reed then does it, and he starts dancing on him. This leads into Reed going for a springboard cutter, but Lamar catches him, throws him into the ropes, leapfrogs over him, only for Reed to just run up behind him and just chest bump him into the ropes. (laughs) Okay. As a result, the two then get right in each other's faces before they separate one more time. Reed gets Lamar in a headlock, and Lamar Irish whips him and tries to leapfrog over him again. But this time, Reed stops short, so Lamar jumps over, Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> and after this, we get into another fast-paced sequence in which Lamar leapfrogs over Reed twice. Before, oh god, I remember this now, Reed tries running up to, cat, to get him again after he leapfrogs. And instead, Lamar just caves his face in with a drop kick, which forces him to the outside pretty much. Okay, nice. Lamar goes for a suicide dive, but Reed gets right back into the ring, tries to kick him, but Lamar catches his foot and flips him backwards. And then Reed, not wanting to be outdone by this guy matrix ducks a lariat from lamar where he kicks back up and then hits a jumping leg lariat which just completely wipes lamar out this is Damn. like the first like five minutes of this match mind you that like, this sounds match... fun <laughs> oh it's so good Reed that aggressively forearms lamar into the corner before hitting a snapmare into a headlock which he literally uses like he just grabs his head and you know how usually wrestling like they let the, the opponent sit on the ground yeah, no, not this one. Reed immediately, like, shoves him and puts his face just into the mat as he locks his headlock in. But then me then, then get to one of my favorite matches of this spot. I'm literally so excited, I'm tripping over my own words here. So, Lamar <laughs> gets out of the headlock by putting Reed on the ropes, right? And then once he finally is... <laughs> so, once he finally, like, forces Reed to let go of him, right? Lamar puts Reed facing towards him on the ropes, right? And to quote commentary here, Lamar chops the nipple off of Reed's chest. Ugh! He slaps him, and I literally, like, Lamar took a few seconds. He was just staring at his hand like, I have the god hand, while Reed is just in the corner <laughs> like,
1: oh! Like, <my> god!
2: <laughs> On that note, I have to say, commentary was good. Was really good for this match, too. They okay. were super engaged in the match, had some right balance. The right balance between, like, color commentary and play-by-play. And on top of the fact, they made a really good job of playing up just how much these two had, like, a rivalry and this, how much they just really didn't want to lose to the other one. Okay. So, feeling some momentum now, Lamar actually then catches a kick from Reed, flips him again, except this time Lamar knocks Reed's legs out from underneath him and then nails him with a basement cutter. Lamar then lands a huge top rope conhilo on Reed after nice. Reed is forced out to, the, in, out, of the outs, out to the outside. Reed gets thrown back into the ring... And then he gets hit with a springboard clothesline by Lamar. And Mm. then after Lamar locks in a headlock, Reed is actually able to get out of it by forcing him into the corner. He then lends a series of hefty forearms to the face of Lamar. And we then get this awesome moment straight out of like a Mortal Kombat like game where (laughs) Reed is just forearming Lamar in the face, right? And Lamar gets up after a forearm and Reed goes to punch. And mid-punch... Lamar just grabs him by the throat and stops him dead in his tracks. <laughs> you and then stop he, that. He just stares at him. He lets him go, and then he just straight out of 300, Spartan kicks him back into the corner.
1: Jesus.
2: Reed then hits a duo of beautiful cutters to get back into this one which catches Lamar in midair, and the other one being done on Lamar from uh, the ropes. Lamar, however, is able to actually stop Reed dead in his tracks by hitting a super kick that runs right through Reed's face. Lamar is in firm control at this point after a suplex buckle bomb to Reed in the corner. And despite several comeback attempts by Reed, he just cannot get back into this match at this point. Every time he makes a brief comeback, Lamar just ends him. One comeback attempt that I liked was when Reed hit Lamar with a half-and-half German suplex. Mm -hmm. And because Lamar tries to leapfrog over Reed again when he tries to stop Reed, Reed catches him into a fireman's carry, but Lamar wiggles out of it, pushes Reed into the ropes, and on the rebound, gets a ton of air. Like, he literally just jumps up in the air and just double-stomps Reed into the mat. Damn. And then, as if that wasn't worse enough, because at this point now, the stunning from this was fantastic. Like, Reed was literally, like, in a comatose state, like, just, like, half- up, like, sitting in half on the ground, just, like, stunned, eyes all just glazed over. Lamar gets to the top rope and just delivers a coup de grace to his chest, just for, just to make sure that he'd stay down. Just didn't, to stay, by the just way. to make sure. Just to make sure. Didn't happen, though. Oh. He kicks out. He, he did it just to make sure he stays down, but then he didn't stay down. But then he didn't stay down, because fuck you, Lamar, Reed ain't losing this, apparently. Clearly he didn't make sure good enough. The two were wiped out after this. The both of them get up. They're literally staring a hole in each other's heads and they're just flipping each other off. It's like they're literally standing up just flipping each other off. Mm -hmm. The two then forearm and clothesline the shit out of each other until finally Reed hits a spitting back kick to the face of Lamar. Lamar then Pele kicks him in response and instead of falling down, Reed hulks up, hits Lamar with a poison Rana as he's posing because he just thought he knocked Reed down and then forced him to the outside. It was at this point... As if it wasn't ridiculously entertaining enough, Reed then goes to, over to Lamar and jumps over the corner post and lands on top of Lamar on the outside with a suicide dive.
1: Wow.
2: Reed goes for a springboard, something off the ropes, gets super kicked by Lamar, which leaves them both dazed on their feet, literally barely able to stand, and then leads into the finish where Lamar goes for a suplex. Reed counters it with a stun dog, Millier. He then goes for a monkey flip into a sunset flip pin, but Lamar is actually able to counter it and pin his legs to the mat for the win.
1: Wow, this match sounds absolutely batshit. shit.
2: This match was... This is the shit I've literally been looking for for weeks. It is so fast-paced, so intense. It's got a just a simple, well-executed story behind it. In case you can't tell, this match is a markout in three quarters, if I could. I love this match.
1: All right, nice. Like... I, nice. oh
2: my god, I, oh, I, when I give this match to you, because I probably will give this match to you, this is, ah, <sighs> oh, in my veins more, this type of wrestling right now for me.
1: I can't wait to wa- I can't wait to see
2: it. Oh, I'm literally salivating at the lips of this shit. Okay. It woke me up, literally woke me up. I walked into this thing <laughs> like, I'm a little tired right now, and I'm like, ah, oh, let me go on like a two mile run. Oh, man.
1: The, the good matches that do that to you are the best ones. Ah. Oh. All right. Oh. Well, why don't why don't we take that energy and get into the match we both took a look at this week. Oh, yeah. Uh in honor of the now retiring Faye Jackson. So uh sad. very sad. Uh we decided to take a look at Faye Jackson versus Allison K from uh Absolute Intense Wrestling, I think it is AIW. Yeah, I forgot B. what B. it stands for exactly. Uh but from AIW. Uh Zach, why don't we why don't you roll with that energy? What did you think about this one? I like this match quite a bit. This match was
2: really it was just fun to watch. And it also had like a couple like good, like serious quote unquote spots in it, like filtered throughout it that it had me hooked for pretty much the whole match.
1: hmm I I like this one. I liked I like this one a lot too. Um there was a lot of good a lot of good technical work from Allison Kay, of course. Working of course. the arm working the arm a lot of the match because she 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 uh, hit Faye with the uh, she like pulled her arm over the top rope. Yes, I actually
2: really liked how when she was working over Faye's arm, Faye did a great job of selling it. Mm-hmm. Like, it. Really, like evoked empathy from the crowd. Like it wasn't like a babyface getting beaten of me going like, "Yawn, just get yeah. on with it." No, this I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I'm like, come e- on, man!" Every move was like, "Ooh, yikes!" <laughs> Ooh, like maybe want to see Faye kick the shit out of K, mm-hmm. which happens quite a bit in this match.
1: Yes, uh. After after K works the arm for a little bit, they uh they end up on the outside, mm-hmm. uh where <sighs> Kay just starts hitting just br- just leading Faye over like the guardrail from between her like them and the crowd and just starts laying chops in. Oh, there was like one chop in particular where I was like, oh <laughs>
2: my like, no, yeah. I love how yeah. there was one part here that I actually had me laughing a good amount was when. The ref's, like, counting her out, and Faye, like, stops for a second and mouths off to the ref being like, stop counting and be quiet. Let me have my moment here. And then she just chops Faye on the chest.
1: Yep. Uh, and then Kay rolls back in to reset the count. Uh, mm-hmm. To which the ref, after that, loses control of this match even more. Yep. Uh, Jackson, because they uh, end up fighting into the crowd a little yeah, bit. Jackson
2: pops off, beats the shit out of Kay. Like, she, like, open hand smacks her gut a couple times, and as she's, like, on the corner, Jack's like, Come on, bitch! Bring it. So Kay <laughs> goes right at her, and the two go into the crowd, into the merch section, mm-hmm. and the concession area. Kay is dominant until she spits her gum at Jackson, and Jackson, in response to that, just beats the shit out of her. Yeah. She then tells a man who, by the way, I looked this up. I looked this exact card up. She has a wrestler whose name is Tuan. I believe it's like he's got a bigger name. But is like, that who time, that was? Yes, his name was okay. actually Tuan. He wrestled the like a match or two before this. Because I was like, is this a random dude? In my notes,
1: I have, in my notes, I have that this was the best moment of that guy's life.
2: Literally. (laughs) Because she throws Kay on top of him. So he's just sitting there. And Kay's just got her ass kicked and doesn't know where she is. Jackson then twerks on top of Kay, who is still laying on top of Tuan. And for me, Tuan's reaction had me dying of laughter. He had straight out that one fan from when Undertaker lost the streak. Like that that face. He just had that that face on. just.
1: <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck to do
2: and Kay is just flopping around just screaming as she shoves Jackson off eventually and just like wanders off to like the merchandise area he's just sitting there stunned he has not even move from his spot
1: yeah, they start beating each other up a little bit more. There's one point where uh, Allison K. grabs a, uh, a, a, v- a VHS tape on of someone's merch table and bashes it over <laughs> Jackson's The head. guy's like, no, don't you dare do that. That's my livelihood right there. Just <laughs> smacks it right over her head. I like how at the, refs, the refs, too, at one point lose sight. Or not the refs, the, the commentators lose sight of this match at one point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can't see what's going on. Someone tell us what's happening.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I like how after this, there's another pointer where Kay kind of puts cha- puts Jackson in a chair and sarcastically so mm-hmm. asks the crowd, oh, you want me to tour? And she's like, nah, fuck yourselves. She's and like, no, then she I'm not walks out that. of camera view. And you're like, oh, where is she? And then out of nowhere,
1: she just cross-bodies Jackson over when she's in the chair. Yup. Uh like, alright. <laughs> after that spot, they make their way back in the ring. Uh, there's a... Uh, Jackson gets Kay in the corner. And it's some big hip attacks. Very good-looking takes...
2: hip attacks, by the way.
1: Yes, uh, which knocks Allison uh, pretty unconscious, to, mm-hmm. to which Faye Jackson ends, ends the sequence with a big rolling cannonball, which also pretty... looked great.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, all of them look great. Like, I, there are some, like, some. I always find with, like, hip attacks and, like, cannonballs, like, some wrestlers have it. When they do it, and other wrestlers, like, it's kind of like, eh. Like, when I think of, like, a really good hip attack in the corner, I actually think of the late Great Umaga.
1: Mm-hmm. That man's
2: hip attack was disgustingly brutal and I loved it every time
1: okay. he did it. When I, when I think hip attack, I think Umaga. I think uh Ooh, the Usos are good too. I think Rikishi. great too. I think Asuka. Asuka yes, has a good Asuka one. too.
2: Asuka's great. Like, some people have it. Jackson has it. Yeah. It's great. So I believe that after this, Jackson goes for a Vader bomb, but Kay actually counters it by just planting Jackson into the mat
1: with a massive power bomb. Mm-hmm. K then kicks the shit out of Jackson's legs. Oh my legs. god, that bicycle kick. Ooh. I was thinking about the bite, just a bicycle kick, where Kay just like runs up and just hits the, a massive bicycle kick and just knocks Faye out,
2: just destroys her. Yeah. Oh my god! I think Jackson at one point got her in the, um got her in a Boston crab, like a half a half leg, a single Boston crab. That was it.
1: Hmm.
2: And Kay actually gets to the ropes and With uh, the pinky. Yeah, that's when she hits the broke kick in the face of Jackson and like, <sighs> her face ate that was ate her feet.
1: That looks Bro. stiff
2: as hell. Oh, it did. Like, even the kicks on her legs, I remember thinking to myself, oh, man. I'm like, she's even slapping for that shit. She's just mm-hmm. kicking her. It yeah. was like Faye was like, not Faye, it was like Kay was like, you know what? I, I haven't really hit you, like, really hard except for the chops. Like, at the end of the match, just let me hit you a bit. And, and Jax was like, all right, sure, I can take yeah. it. And she just, uh, oh.
1: And then at one point, uh, Kay gets distracted by the ref. She starts yelling, like, yeah, at the referee? About the count. She's like, come About on, the- faster. Yeah, and then she turns around into just a spear by Jackson.
2: I have written down here, Kay got bodied by this spear.
1: Yeah, she turns around, just she's like, wham! Just, oh, just a fucking freight train of Jackson. Just Oh, yeah. Her... Absolutely Ugh. annihilating Kay with that spear. Then we uh, get to the
2: finish of the match, where mm-hmm. Jackson lifts Kay up on her shoulders, Kay rakes her eyes, and then just just nails her with a discus lariat. And just yep. on the now blind Jackson for the win.
1: For the win, yeah. Pinkies Isn't up. That sh- this match was good.
2: This Match was good. Yeah, it was a fun, crowd pleasing match that had a few hard fitting spots sprinkled throughout it, which I was appreciative of. I agree. I, I agree.
1: I agree it... I. I feel like the crowd was dead for a lot of this match, but then I yeah. think I think they as as it went on, they got more into it.
2: Yeah, I feel like when they went to the once we got into the actual crowd, that was when the crowd like really got into this match. Mm. Like the beginning of this match, I remember thinking to myself the same thing. I was like, "Yeah, this crowd, this is a uh, it's kind of quiet." Yeah, so Why? I just
1: crossed kind of dead, and then they got into the crowd. They met. They did their thing a little bit. Uh, a lot of the big spots started getting reactions. Like that power bomb popped the crowd a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the, the cannonball popped the crowd. The broke the, the broke yeah. kick popped the crowd. I think this match. The best way I could describe this
2: match without saying the stuff I said before, obviously, is that this match played into each woman's strength really well. I agree. Like Jackson did a really good job of get of popping the crowd, like getting them all like ra- like up in, like you know like she's the face. She got the crowd all excited for it. Kay did a great job of being a foil to her, being like the super serious, no nonsense heel, not about this shit. She had her awesome, hard, string, hard striking, like grinding down moments, which made her feel like a threat. But Jackson also had a really good crowd pleasing moments, which made her also look like a threat to her. Like okay. I just, I liked the match. I yeah, was torn too. though. I did not know if I wanted to give this match the high meh or the mark out because I actually enjoyed this match a lot more than I initially thought I would at the start of this match.
1: I had the same feeling. I, it was, like, again, it was one of those matches where I, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. to. Uh, and it turned out to be, like, mm. kind of kind of good. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think I'm going to give this match for me the high meh.
1: I think I'm going to go with you on that. I was kind of playing based off of your reaction, but I think I'm going to go with you on that one. This match was good.
2: Was, I enjoyed a lot of spots, but like, it didn't pop me as much as I as it if it was gonna get the mark grade that it would get. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. It's a high math for me. It was really good. I enjoyed it, but I don't think it passed that that the mark out uh, mm-hmm. threshold there. But yeah, oh. so yeah, that's 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 all of our matches this week. We knocked them all out of the park. Uh, so that just leaves us with one more thing to do, and that is the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach go back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, who went first on the Double Down last week?
2: Uh, let's see. I, I'm trying to remember what I had. What, I had the... Um, oh, I went second because I had Edith Surreal versus um, Will Nightingale, I believe.
1: All right, so why don't... No, it was Edith Surreal versus Solo oh, Darling.
2: Solo Darling, that's it. Oh,
1: damn. I was uh, why hoping I could you...
2: get that name off the top of my head.
1: So why don't you kick us off this week, then?
2: All right. You gave me Queen Aminata versus Sahara 7 at Generation Championship Wrestling. No, not The other GCW. GCW. The other GCW. This was for the... Oh, I'm trying to remember what the championship was. That this was for... This was the... Uh, the GCW GC Women's, Women's Championship. Women's Champion, yeah. I was couldn't remember something, if it was a different name or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll say right off the bat, this match was, was good. I yeah. liked this match. I really... Aminata really impressed me with this match.
1: I think like, they, I, I, I was impressed by both of them on this one.
2: Yeah. Both? All right. I'll, I'll get into this. Uh, you know what? I, I'll get into my thoughts on this match. Hit, First hit off, this hit. match started. I actually loved the slap bit with Aminata and Seven.
1: Because mm-hmm. it
2: was when she slapped her with something straight out of like a soap opera with how loud it was. And I liked how it kind of like got across each woman's like confidence in themselves.
1: Like a telenovela. Like a psh.
2: Yes. But on that note, I'd say every strike in this match was great. Yeah. Had great sound and impact. Good selling from each one. There was a mixture of thighs slapping and at the same time also legit kicking each other so or punching each other, and I was very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Um, though Seven didn't get as much offense in as Aminata, I thought she had a lot of really good-looking strikes, such as when Aminata rolled back into the ring after the suicide dive spot, only for Seven to just straight clock her in the face and almost yep. knock her out. So, <laughs> Yeah, just, so you, like, you saw damn. her get
1: woozy after that one. I was like, yeah, I was like oh, damn. It's like, like a straight Ooh. right hand. Just bop.
2: Yeah. Or later on in the <laughs> match, when um she suplexed Aminata and it didn't get her the win, so she just hits a she just kneed Aminata right in the nose. <sighs> I
1: was like, ow. Ah. I was like, that sucked for her. Sometimes, to that's all you, sometimes, you, just, sometimes you just gotta punch
2: him. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta punch him. Uh... I also liked, throughout this match, Aminata's character work as, like, a queenly character. I love the spot where she went to the fan in the ring, and she sat down top him without really acknowledging him because she's a queen, and why would she give a she shit about like, him? She was like, get up, I need a yeah. seat. What she knows, like, get up, move. This is my seat now. I need to sit here. I love when the ref, every time she's like, time out, and the ref's like, this is a wrestling match. That doesn't really work. He's like, shut up. It's like, oh, okay.
1: When shut she's up, counting, I need a like, break.
2: Yeah, where she's like, counting out. She's like, no, I need time. She's like, that's not how this works. I have to count you out. <laughs> i I love this back the back and forth between the two of them Mm -hmm. oh man one spot that stood out for me that you mentioned last week was when aminata draped seven over the ropes kicked her in the back and then the chest then taunted her and then hit her with a stunner over the top rope or the middle rope looked great yep another knee spot that i was a fan of later in the match when aminata kicked seven in the gut planted with a with a flatliner and then immediately transitioned it into a cross face like move Mm it's like submission Thought that, I'm always a fan of technical wrestling like that, so I was like when she hit that it was kinda like a nice surprise. I was like, Oh she flatlined, I was like, Oh oh, look at that, she put in a fucking crossface
1: she, okay. Alright, hell yeah.
2: <laughs> I oh man, I literally I almost forgot actually about the, the cradle DDT seven did on Aminata after her famous looked fan freaking tastic. Yes. Like, Aminata if she ate her knee later on after this, she literally she pretty much made out with the mat with this move. Like this she just planted her basically. Oh, my God. I also really liked uh, Aminata Senton at the end of this match because of how well executed and how it looked, really. It looked really great. Like, it gave me some AR Fox vibes, honestly. though, granted, I don't know how AR Fox gets so fucking high so far across the ring and still lands that shit. But uh, anyway, back to this match. I appreciated, like you said last week, how you could tell how much this title match meant for each of them. Mm -hmm. Like, each one really like, sold the disparity on each of their faces as this match got further and further into it and they realized that none of their usual offense would work for them. Yes, I liked how at the end of this, both of them were barely standing by the end of this and how when Aminata won, she couldn't even get up to pose. She literally pinned 7 and then just laid on the mat because she was so tired. <laughs> but yeah, overall yeah. this match was pretty good. Yeah, I thought the I wrestling the was pretty good. Though it, sometimes it looked a bit disjointed but I didn't really mind it that much because the character work of each wrestler was good. I liked how Seven, like, the moment, that the moment she did get in were good. But, again, like, I, I have to say, Aminata, like, I was really impressed with her. Like, she made every second of this match that she was involved with, like, she, she just wrung every bit of value she could out of it. And I loved it.
1: Probably why she's the champion. Mm-hmm.
2: I probably will watch a match from her again. And I'm, it's probably going to be the match she had with Trisha Dora for the championship I believe she defended at this, paper, at this uh, match. Yes. So I believe Trish is cur- the current champion but I might be wrong. I don't know. I give this match, I was thinking of giving this match, Uh, like, I was, honestly, this match had me a little torn on the ratings because on one hand, I was like, when I finished, I was like, oh, that was fine. But on the other hand, I was like, but the character, I really liked certain aspects of this match. Mm-hmm. But there are other ones that I was like, wasn't as into it. I'm gonna give this match a high, man. Okay. I thought these, both women did a really good job at this match with their, char- the character work is really, for me, and the strikes were what sold it for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, also the crowd wasn't the best in this match at some points. Like, they were good at points, and other points where I was, like, where Seven kept trying to get the crowd to go, and they
1: weren't going there, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, oh so man.
2: Bad. I'm like, man. Like, come fucking. just fucking clap, one of my favorite
1: One of my favorite parts of this match is that if you look by where they came, where they entered, you could see a bunch of wrestlers or, like, trainers or, like, just random people, like, peeking their head out to watch.
2: <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I'm look yeah. Back. If, look at if that. you
1: looked, they they're just, like, they're just, like, looking through the curtain, like, watching the match. Nice. Yeah, this huh. I I I like that match a lot. I I, yeah. I was I very much enjoyed that one. That's why I gave it to you. I thought I figured you might enjoy the strikes as well. I did. I was a and, very much uh, fan. So, uh, okay. remind
2: me, what did I give you last week? Because I have him. I don't remember what I gave you, and I have both of my the matches written down here.
1: You gave me a match from Defy Wrestling. You ah, gave me yes. Chris Ridgeway versus Pentagon Junior. Ah, yes. Uh, this match was insane. Oh yeah. These two put on such a sick match. Ridgeway's kicks were second to none. Oh, yeah, Ridgeway was absolutely destroying Penta with kicks this whole match. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Penta's chest didn't like explode. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Penta just 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 shit kicked in and standing up.
1: Yeah. Uh big kicks from Ridgeway. Uh there's a the the Indian Deathlock like chin lock combo that was really sweet. Oh yeah, that one was good. Yeah, that was super sick. Uh there was the one spot where uh Refrigerate was in the corner and Penta hit the backstabber on him. Oh yeah. I I mean I'm always a fan of the backstabber, I can't even mm-hmm. lie. The backstabber on him, which was sick. Uh there was a crazy sequence of kicks with Penta was on the ropes and Fre- and freaking Ridgeway just grabs the ropes and just starts hammering Penta oh. with kicks to his chest. And it just never stopped. Every time I was like, he has to be done, right? He just got faster and did more kicks. I was like, how are you doing this? I know. Like, I think that was when he,
2: wasn't that when he, like, kicked Penta into, from, like, the middle ring, the- into the ropes? And I had the same thought. I was like, he can't keep going on, right? And the was mad like, lab was bah, like, bah, watch bah, me.
1: Bah, bah. Yeah. It was just like, kick after kick after kick. Uh... And then there was one point where uh, Ridgeway was getting up on the top, and Penta just runs in and kicks his legs out,
0: and oh, yeah. immediately
1: hops up to the top rope and hits a double stomp. Oh, I le- which ruled again, double stomp. Always a good move in my book. Yes. And then they had another big kick exchange where it was like uh, Ridgeway was hit, hit Ridgeway hit like uh, Penta hit a super kick, then Ridgeway hit like a spinning heel kick, and then Penta hit another super kick into a Canadian destroyer, mm-hmm. which was also insane. Uh and then and then Ridgeway kicks out and goes right into an arm bar. hmm And then Penta gets on the outside, hits the the, the, the pile driver on the apron.
0: Oh. And
1: Ridgeway kicks out.
2: Oh my god. I don't know, I kicked out of it and I, I remember when I saw it, I was like, Oh your head looked like it
1: hit the map but it, or the apron, but you seem fine, so hopefully it didn't Yeah, after that they fight a little bit more, uh and then Penta hits the, the Fear Factor driver and ends the match one, two, three in the middle of the ring. This one was kind of crazy. I was yeah. not ready for this one to be as crazy as it was. You explained that you said it was pretty good, but I was there was a lot, It was like it was very fast paced.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking at my notes here, and I remember thinking to myself when I finished match, it's not just pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I do I do wish I got more out of these two because these two definitely could have put on like a a, a pretty a, a banger, you know.
2: A banger. If you gave
1: them a little more time, it would have been awesome. But they they, mm-hmm. they had like a, a it was like a 15 ish minute match, I think. Yes. Something like that. 15 minutes, uh, I believe. It was solid. I just wish, like I guess, I just wish they were able to go longer. You know, I wish it was like a 20, 25 minute would have been. Amazing. You were left
2: yearning for more.
1: I was because they both of these guys did so good in this one. Uh, I give it the high meh. I'm gonna leave it fair at fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna give it the high meh. I think it was solid. Uh, I, I it didn't, it did, like I said, a little more time, and I probably would have gave it the mark out because I'm sure they would have fit in some other crazy spots that would have maybe pop off. Probably, yeah. Uh, but as it sits, I think we're, gonna, we're in the high meh range, so, uh, hey, it was, it was awesome. I liked, I liked it a lot. All right, well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Independent Waters. Remember to go check out the rest of the podcast here on the Countout Network. Uh, every Friday we have Hit the Books, where me and Ryan Icy book, uh, book our own version of Raw and SmackDown every week with our own rosters. Uh, our own, and we have our own cards. We book everything ourselves and WrestleMania is right around the corner. So come check that out. Uh, go check out, hit the books. Uh, WrestleMania is right around the corner. So we have, we have that big special coming up Our big, our big end of the season. So go check that out this Sunday here on the cat art network and go check out all the other shows here on the cat art network as well. Uh, go check out your dose of death, uh, every, every Tuesday. Uh, where, where our friend Lauren Rosenberg, uh, he interviews all kinds of people from the deathmatch world, uh, and the wrestling world in general. And it's really awesome, really informative and go check out how to talk to your friend about wrestling every Thursday as well. Uh, Amanda and Ashley are really killing it with their show. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. If you have a friend who you're trying to get into wrestling, it's a perfect show for you. So go check that out every Thursday. Um, and every other Monday, go check out G1 and Only, where Ryan Nicey uh, talks about uh, competitors who have been in the G1 Supercard one time and one time only. Uh, he's had some pretty awesome people on it, so go check it out uh, if you like New Japan stuff uh, as well. Uh, and that I think that about wraps it up for the plugs, unless you got anything, Zach. I guess go check out the website, go check out the YouTube channel, the whole spiel. Go check out our Twitter, Cat Out pod. Uh, you got anything, Zach? Baby, you know me, I never got any plugs. Hey, you'll have one someday. Well, mm, one day. With, with all those plugs out of the way, that brings us to the end of the episode. And that leaves me with one more thing to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
2: So never stop exploring.